Yes, that is exactly what I want for you. I want you to feel good about your pictures, about your story, about your life. That is what today's episode is all about. I am Stacy Julian, and this is number 99 of Exactly Enough Time. from its title that this is a podcast about productivity. And while I do love to rock a day and get stuff done, exactly enough time is much more about being present. It's about recognizing the time you have and making the most of it. It's about choosing to be playful and living with intention, curiosity, and connection. It's about owning what you love and bringing more of whatever that is into your life. In this podcast, I tell stories. I share ideas and solutions and hopefully leave you feeling empowered to do those things that will bless your outlook because you have exactly enough time. In 1964, American singer James Brown recorded that song, I Feel Good, for his album, Out of Sight. It is still today considered the number one feel-good song, for good reason, right? It makes you want to jump up and cheer. It is James's highest charting song and arguably his best-known recording. It has been used in numerous film soundtracks and television appearances, not to mention marketing campaigns. I am using it today because when it comes to your photos and your personal stories, I, just like James Brown, I've got you. He, of course, means it in a different way (laughs) than I do. But for weeks, I've been hinting at the fact that I will be telling you more about my upcoming online epic adventure year-long course called Photo Freedom. And today is the day. But first, this speak pipe message from Alyssa. Hi, Stacy. Um, I'm a new listener to your podcast and just wanted to tell you how inspired I am um, by everything you've been sharing. Um, I historically have been a purely chronological scrapper. And since listening to your podcast, I'm really inspired to do more of a focus on people, places, and things, as you mentioned. Um, One question I guess I had for you is I have a young son. And so I take hundreds and probably thousands of pictures of him. And something I struggle with is narrowing those pictures down to an album. So right now my albums are huge, containing probably thousands of pictures. Um, What do you do with pictures that you don't use in your scrapbook? I guess my fear is that they will somehow get lost and I'll never see them. And I'm really having trouble narrowing my pictures down to um, just a couple when I love them all. Um, So that's one question I have for you. But I really just wanted to say thank you so much for all that you do with this podcast. Um, I'm really inspired and glad that I found you. Thank you. First of all, Alyssa, thank you 
I just truly appreciate the fact that you are listening, that you've found me, and that you're finding some of the things I share relevant and meaningful to you. Thank you for taking the time to record that speak pipe message and share it with me. Okay, now listen, friend, I've got you. (laughs) And I want you to know from my perspective as a much older mom that what your son eventually wants from you is a carefully curated collection of your favorite photos, some of the best photos that you've taken of him. And paired with those photos, he wants some detailed observations. And mostly, he wants some of your thoughts and feelings as you watch him grow and develop. And yes, you're right. There will be thousands upon thousands of images and probably hundreds of printed pictures that you may not end up using in the scrapbooks that you're making right now, but that's okay because this is just the beginning of his story and this is just one perspective that you have as you look forward and anticipate his life. And by the time you're my age, Alyssa, there will be so many different stories looking back that you can tell and so many additional opportunities for using photos from his life, for mixing them together and adding to them photos from your life. There are many, many ways to enjoy our pictures. And I will give you just one tip real quick, and that is get yourself a digital photo frame or figure out how to share the photos that are on your phone, on your TV screen or your computer screen as a screen saver so that, so that you can be seeing and reliving and remembering those images. But please Give yourself a huge pat on the back, A, for what you're accomplishing, B, for your desires to do something with these photos, but please give yourself permission to let go of the idea that you would want to or that he would want you to do something with more of the pictures. There are some incredibly compelling stories for you to tell as soon as you step outside of those chronological lines. Trust me, today's episode is for you and others like you. I'm so excited to tell you more about photo freedom. So I just made the darn cutest Christmas gift for my parents, particularly my mom. It's a little six inch by six inch scrapbook album and it features, ready for this? 51 pictures, as well as an index of story or personal memories at the back. This little book features Christmas pictures that span 50 plus years and represent this most beloved holiday and its celebrations from many different years and locations. There are photos in this book from when I was a toddler and a young child. Pictures of my siblings, the home we grew up in, pictures of food and gifts and decorations. There are pictures of my home now, 
and the, the home that we lived in previous to this one, of my children when they were young and older, of our traditions. There are photos that speak to the unique ways in which my mom has filled our holidays and our current holiday traditions with her magic. Now, here's why this is important to today. I'm sharing this with you because I created this gift from photo gathering to completion to in a box and in the mail this morning in six hours spread out over three days from start to finish you guys in the midst of an already crazy busy season for me i shared my process and the results with friends from across the country my country and other countries who are registered for my 20 and 20 course this year which is pretty much wrapping up okay so I tell you that because I have witnesses they will vouch for me we worked together alongside via Facebook live I should say a Facebook live experience we worked together on this gift of memories it's so personal and so pretty and it's possible because I enjoy photo freedom I am able to easily locate the photos I want to use when I want to use them. I do not feel overwhelmed by the sheer volume of digital images at my fingertips or by the process of locating older and original prints. I have a system, a comprehensive system approach, if you will, to organizing, tracking, and enjoying pictures that are such an integral part of our memories and stories. In my home, I have what I call a library of memories, and I've talked about this before, but it's so many different things. It includes volumes of inviting and accessible scrapbook albums. It includes standalone projects and family history displays. It, it is a library that is full of color and connection and meaning and story. And I want you to have a library of memories in your home. I want you to be able to easily access and remember your experiences from the most mundane to the most momentous. You deserve to reflect on and enjoy these things, not in five years or 10 years, but now, right now, in the middle of whatever season you find yourself. When you can and do, you will also experience an incredible sense of contentment and gratitude. Those are the fruits of actively engaging with your memories. Okay, so today's episode is an invitation, a personal invitation from me to you to join me next year, all year, in an effort to bring this kind of freedom into your life. Listen to me. (laughs) There is not a better gift you can give yourself or anyone else than greater access to your past and a deeper connection to personal stories. And, and we know this, right? We know this, especially now at the end of 2020. We have been reminded that what matters most are people and relationships and shared experiences that bring us together. That's what memory keeping is, and that is 100% available to you, whether you currently scrapbook or not. So what exactly is photo freedom? Tell me, Stacy. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm going to. It is an online course that starts on Friday, January 15th, and it consists of 12 consecutive weeks of content in the form of video instruction and printable handouts designed to guide you step-by-step through the actions that you need to take to become better acquainted with not only the years of pictures you have taken or maybe even inherited, but all the other memory-related stuff as well. The memorabilia, the cards, letters, certificates, school stuff, vacation keepsakes, journals, (gasps) deep breath, all of it. In this class, I will help you set up a system, I've already said that, a system that is built on a totally doable workflow using essential tools so that you can truly put your hands on, or your mouse, I should say, on, or either, on whatever it is that you know you have and that you want to find. This is the beginning of you creating your own library of memories. And there is so much awesomeness about this opportunity that I want to share with you. So let's start with the fact that you will be joined by hundreds of people. Hundreds of people already registered, other students in situations very similar to yours. And these people, I guarantee, will will become your friends as we all gather from our own homes across the globe around this collective effort. But wait, it gets better. (laughs) You don't just have me to help you. I am joined for this 2021 session of Photo Freedom by six amazing coaches. Yes, six. Six women who have already taken a version of this course in the past. They've essentially graduated and and have successfully adapted the principles that I teach. These women, Anne, Blaine, Janelle, Melissa, Raywin, and Sue, have different goals and ambitions for storytelling. They use different technology in the form of computer software, apps, cloud-based services. They live in Minnesota, Georgia, Arizona, Texas, Australia, and Massachusetts. But they all have stories to tell, which they do in different ways. And yet, they have all adapted and continue to use principles of photo freedom that I have shared with them. They are willing and eager to pay this freedom forward and to help you declare and realize your own unique version of success. And here's one more bit of awesome sauce. (laughs) Our classroom, our photo freedom classroom is already open. Yep. It's over at stacyjulian.com. And as soon as you register, you can log in and begin preparing. There are already things to do. There are Fun things like signing a personal pledge. It's super cute and printable. And after you print it, you read it and you sign it. And you can stick your photo on it. And then you post it in your work area. It's a visual reminder of your commitment, your your intention to dive in and really make this part of your life. So you get to sign a really cute pledge. There are important things to do like marking your calendar with a full year's worth of dates. So you don't miss out on all of the interactive live sessions. There are 12 weekly sessions, the first part, the first quarter of 2021 via Zoom. 
And then there are monthly webinars throughout the whole year. There are preparatory things for you to be doing, like printing the course syllabus and what I call the glossary of terms. There are exciting things for you to do, like receive some good old-fashioned happy mail in your mailbox. It's, I'm going to send it to you when you register. I'm going to send you a custom-designed pad of sticky notes, like post-its, that we are using to revisit the stories we have already documented so that we can learn from them what we love about what we do and how to move forward with intention and enthusiasm. Okay, most of us, believe it or not, have already accomplished a great deal, like so much. So that's kind of what these sticky notes and this sticky note exercise is all about. We tend to forget what we have already done because we still feel burdened by by the yet to-do list. So that's the exciting thing that you can start doing as soon as you register for Photo Freedom. Now, speaking of that syllabus, I think that what I will do with the rest of my time today is just highlight for you what is actually a part of this course over the 12 weeks that I deliver this content, okay? So that you can understand what we are going to focus on and and better understand what we'll be doing together and why you simply cannot miss out on this opportunity. All right. So this is me basically looking at our syllabus. In week one, it's, it's our orientation week. We are going to get super familiar with our online spaces with the classroom, with the Facebook group or the message board. We're going to get to know each other and we're going to get to know our own personal plans. We will get super clear on what it is that we each want to accomplish and what that personal success looks like. We do this by setting an EQ or an enough quotient because as life coach Jennifer Loudon says, Not declaring satisfaction or enoughness is underneath all the should-haves and have-tos and draining comparisons that are exhausting you. (sighs) You guys, I love teaching and setting up a personal EQ. All right, week two is a mental reining in of all the pictures, the prints, the digital images, and, and, and better understanding the technology that we're using to take and track these pictures. This is where the physical gathering and the organization begins and where we assess the tools that we are currently using to see if they are meeting our needs or if we need a change or an update. Week three is an introduction to workflow, which is just a set of repeated steps that keeps us moving forward. And I'm super jazzed because I have a newly designed and downloadable workflow tool. It fits on a mini clipboard and you basically start a new one each month to help you track both the new pictures you're taking, the stories you're telling, and the outcomes that you're working towards. Again, awesome sauce, awesome sauce. Week number four, this is when we dive into sorting storing, retrieving, and sharing. Now, that's a lot. 
but it's so, so good. And it's totally doable when you have well-designed tools and digital devices, which we all have. Most people I meet honestly haven't moved past scrolling on their phones. So here is where we see more of what these amazing pocket-sized computers can really do for us. All right, week five might be my personal game-changing favorite because it's all about using categories. Okay, this is for you, Alessa, (laughs) and for everyone else. Categories are the secret ingredient to help us truly curate what we have into a collection that can be used and enjoyed again and again in so many different ways. All right, week six is all about getting more personal with this idea of curating. This is where we launch our ongoing practice of photo triage, which leverages what we're inspired by with what is most urgent. Okay, so that no matter what page or project or social media post or video you are working on or sharing, you will know that it's the next right thing. That is completely liberating. In week seven, we revisit this workflow that I've taught you and and we explore part two, which is where we commit to the choices we've made and we banish that sickening feeling that we're somehow behind. Because from here on out, we will have a super specific set of personalized tasks designed to keep us on top of everything moving forward. We are only to week eight. And this is where we talk about making the results, like creating the pages or the albums or the photo books or the projects or the, the family history records making all of that more accessible in our homes. This is the library of memories part. And it's about you designing the what, the where, and the how of your own collections. So that library patrons, that's your people, can find and enjoy what you are creating. Okay, week nine is so much fun. This is where we begin to explore and decide which of all the options in in front of us we are going to pick up as extra tools for our system. It's like a big giant smorgasbord, you guys, of all these other extra cool things that you can incorporate into your system if it makes sense for you. Okay, so for example, something that I love and use um, is called the square punch picture drawers. And you're like, what? (laughs) I'll say it again. Square punch picture drawers. So if you're like me, then you still, after all these years and after all of the purging you've done, you have lots and lots of older prints. Because remember when we used to go, well, well, we used to get duplicates, right? When we had film cameras and then we would go pick up a roll of developed film. And some of you still have those envelopes in boxes under your beds. And that's okay because... I got you, remember? But anyway, we have all of these extra prints that we don't need or we don't necessarily want to do much with, and yet we don't really want to throw them out. By the way, I am really good at throwing out pictures. 
I, I call it the circular file. It's a garbage can and I'm really good at tossing unwanted pictures or unneeded pictures into it. But for those that you do want to keep, did you know that you can use a big or big-ish square punch or maybe even a circle punch? And you can use that punch to cut out or punch out like a face or faces or other details in these pictures. And after a while, you have a collection of great little punched photos that are organized by people. I have a drawer in my set of square punch picture drawers. I have a drawer for my son Taft's square punched pictures. And it is so full of potential. That is just one example of the really fun extra things you can do with all of these extra photos. Things you can do, to, you can incorporate into your system. That's week nine. Okay, week 10, you guys, we dive into memorabilia. And we set up needed files for all the non-photographic stuff. We also get rid of a ton of what we've been saving. Because this far into the course, it is now so easy to feel our progress. And we understand that letting go is just as important as keeping. Okay, week 11, we start using what I call an ideation file to take us from organized pictures and digital images to compelling personal stories. An ideation file is like the bridge, okay? We can, we can now start to tell stories in any format. An ideation file allows you to act on inspiration when you receive it and to begin to build on little ideas until they become something that you can truly do something with. This, you guys, is like extra thick, awesome sauce. And finally, week 12, we talk about moving forward. We assess what we've accomplished and we set up both the physical and the mental space to continue for the rest of the year. We understand at that point all the moving parts and now we move forward with them, continuing to adapt and refine. Now, I promise I do not want to keep you all day but I do want to say that there is so much of frenzy and fretting that goes on about backing up and securing digital media, making sure that it isn't lost. And for good reason. We all sense that this stuff, you know, that's floating around in cyber clouds is incredibly important. But I am willing to step forward and also say that once you dive in, once you start doing something with some of it, the angst begins to evaporate. You begin to see what you can do and how you can do it in ways that are super unique to you and your life and your people or clan. You get to share not terabytes of uncalled data, but selections of personal story that inform, influence, and inspire. You get to share them with people now and you get to prepare them to be shared for generations to come. You can do something with some of your photos and it will make all the difference. 
I truly hope you'll consider joining me next year for the newest and most up-to-speed version of Photo Freedom because I truly believe the future of your story depends on it. And, 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 because you listen to my podcast, thank you, you can save $30 with the code, all capital letters, enough time, which is exactly what we have. Isn't it amazing? We have enough time. So head over to stacyjulian.com, click on courses, then photo freedom, and use that promo code enough time to save $30 and get started on all of those fun and important and exciting and preparatory things that are available to you right now. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening always. I do have one more thing before I go. It just so happens that next week is my 100th episode. Wait, what? (laughs) How did that even happen? If you haven't yet left me a five-star rating or a review, help me please celebrate this milestone by leaving one. I know that it's just one week before Christmas. I know that my 100th episode falls on Christmas Eve. But maybe by next year, you could leave me a rating, a review, or even better, best of all, like Alyssa did, send me a speak pipe message sharing what you enjoy about this podcast and what you would like to hear more of in the next 100 episodes. Now, go get it done. I love you. I appreciate you. I've got you, especially when it comes to photos and stories. And I want you to know that you have exactly enough time.